Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast, the podcast where we talk pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything else that's on my mind. So sit back, grab your snack, and listen in as I rant and rave about everything we know and love. What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. Yes, it's me. It's a J-M-I-E, your 178th favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And this is the time of year when normally I would give you my San Diego Comic-Con rundown. That's right, the titular event for nerddom, what brings everybody of every sector, pop culture, video games, toy collecting, movies, TV, everything. It comes together in one glorious event held over four days at the San Diego Convention Center for San Diego Comic-Con, the, the, the mountaintop, the, the top of of nerddom, the the plenum, if you will. I don't think that's the word I'm needing, but I'm saying it anyway. This year, we're talking about it a lot, guys. Okay, so let me just get real with you. COVID screwed up everything. Everything. This is the first year since its inception that the San Diego Comic-Con has been canceled. It was not open to fans, people who had already pre-purchased, had their money refunded, and it's a sad day. It's a sad day for, for nerddom. But they found a way to get around it, and that was virtual San Diego Comic-Con 2020. Comic-Con at home. At home. This is where you could go online. You could everybody. It was free to everybody. The people like me who could never get to go to San Diego Comic-Con, this was our chance to kind of experience it. The panels, the trailers, everything was online. Hall H's panels, they were all online. So you could watch them from the comfort of your own home with your glass of chocolate milk, eating your Cheetos. Yes, I do that. Yes, we know it's delicious. I don't care if you think it's disgusting. You haven't tried it. Let's move on from my snack of choice. Now, this year, I was excited for it. I was like, this is cool. That We're going to get to experience it. You know, I understand it was all going to be online. They weren't going to be in the room together. It was all going to be Zoom and, you know, virtual. And 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 I was just, I was like, you know what? Like, this is still going to be cool. It's going to be a thing. And then everybody kind of started pulling out. Guys, let's just, let's just be honest. Marvel didn't show anything. The only thing we got from Marvel was from the, the New Mutants. Uh, they showed the first scene and the first trailer for it. And while it looks interesting... They kind of just did it to give us something, and honestly, this this needs to be on Disney Plus. Like, I don't know if that's their plan or not, but I don't know if this is going to be. If this is the release, I know it's going to be. It's still going to be 20th Century Fox. It's not technically going to be in the Marvel Universe, so it's not going to be connected with that, and it's not going to be on their timeline. Or even if they had put it out, even it's not going to be considered their movie. But they spent a lot of money reshooting it. And if this flops, people are going to say it's Marvel's first flop. So, Marvel, you honestly, Disney, if it was me, I'd just drop it on Disney+. Plus, Drop it on your streaming service as an exclusive and let us go from there. Because, I mean, it, it, I don't know how intrigued I was in the beginning. And now I'm still, it looked interesting, but not enough to, like, I'm not going to, I don't know if I want to pay to see it in theaters. But that's basically what Marvel gave us. 
there's a few drops of, of comic books and stuff, but they basically pulled out. Um, Marvel gets the, they do, they've been doing this since Disney bought it, really. They'll, they'll drop some stuff at Comic-Con, and sometimes if it's something really big, they might. But they save a lot of their stuff for the D23 Expo, which is Disney's, uh, basically their own Expo and Comic-Con type deal. And that's where they drop a lot of their own stuff because they can be the the big dog and the the main attraction, which usually I don't get because Marvel usually is the main attraction. You know, when they're dropping movie trailers and stuff, it's it's a madhouse to get into their Hall H panels. That's that's what I've seen. That's what I've I've, I've saw and what I've heard and what I've read is that it's just a madhouse to get in. Um, DC didn't do much better. I mean, what what are we what are we really doing here? Uh, you know, they're, they're, COVID dropped, halted a lot of productions on TV and movies. It pushed a lot of stuff back. So anything that DC and Marvel did, the, the big dogs that we all go to Comic-Con for, anything that they really might've had to drop, they're not dropping because part of, part of San Diego, part of the Comic-Con experience, if you've never been to a Comic-Con, you know, I've never been to a big one, but I've been to small ones. And even then it's the fan interactions. It's the it's the cheers, it's, it's the people, like, like it's, it's a big part of what going to a Comic-Con is, and when you go to San Diego, which is the creme de la creme of, you know, the, the, the nerddom world, when you go to that, it, and there's just thousands of people, and they're cheering, and they're booing at sections, you know, for the bad guys, and that's, that's what we're into, like, so when we, so that, I don't, I guess they didn't, they didn't want to waste it on a, a lot of, this and I hate to say wasted, but if you look at the numbers from just social interactions, the tweeting was way down. It was like ninety one thousand tweets, which was for me, I was like hell, get me to ninety one thousand guys. But last year they had over you know over a million over the weekend, and then you know uh, their YouTube views weren't comp they weren't comparable to what normally they they drop. It's just so I think a lot of them decided to kind of sit this one out and not drop their big stuff because they didn't want to do it online. They didn't want to do it without fan interactions and the fans there cheering and for these big panels, which I get, but it just sucks for the people like me who was really excited for this, you know, expected because this was our, this was my first technically quote unquote Comic Con, you know, big Comic Con convention. The granddaddy of them all, the one that, you know, I, I, I haven't ever been able to go to. I was like, this is my chance to kind of experience it. And it just, it wasn't there. Um, I watched the Bill and Ted panel hosted by Kevin Smith. And I watched Kevin Smith's uh, Night with Kevin Smith, his Hall H panel, which was his. And they're enjoyable. I mean, anybody who listens to this know I love Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is, you know, my hero. And the dude is just amazing. He's humble. He's funny. And he can compel you and tell you and bring you in. So, like, listening to him tell stories on his Night with Kevin Smith... It, it it just it drags me in because I I'm interested in it because he can he can bring you into a story and he makes it on your level and he he makes it funny while at the same time getting to his points and that's that's what I love the Bill and Ted panel I mean nothing really big comes from it it was it was good to see everybody again you know missing George Carlin which you know rest in peace Rufus I mean it, the movie's gonna gonna be a little bit different without having Rufus there. I I don't know if they're gonna have a daughter or a son or what's gonna take Rufus' spot. 
or even if they if they do replace him, he's going to have to be mentioned at some point because he was such a big part of the first two. And the trailer for it looks good, and I'm excited for it. I, I think it's going to be a fun uh, get-together movie. Kevin Smith said he cried watching it, you know, because of the story arc and the way everything goes. And, I mean, let's give you honest, he cries at a lot of stuff, so a lot of people are taking that with a grain of salt, as you should. But he enjoys it. And um, I, it looks funny to me. It looks like they might have the same kind of spirit. And, it, you know, they are older, a lot older, and th that can kind of kill the nostalgia factor. And I think they might be going for a lot of nostalgia. I don't know. But I think it's going to be enjoyable. I think I'm going to enjoy it. And I think it's going to be a fun, I think it's going to be a fun movie regardless. So watch, watch out for that coming out. Um, but other than that, man, this Comic-Con was just weird. We got a trailer for... Hellstorm that's coming. I guess that's another that's another Marvel property. So I guess I forgot to mention that earlier, and it looks good, but you know, nothing to really write home about. We got the Boys season two. We got a full trailer for it, you know, and then we've got the news that they've already been basically pre-signed for a season three. Other than that, guys, there really isn't much coming out. I mean, they had a Walking Dead panel, which was which went pretty well, but again. It just, it lacks, I don't know, on Zoom, it seems like sometimes on Zoom, some of these people, and I'm not saying names, seem like they might not want to be there, like they're just, it's kind of inconvenience, I guess, because they're not talking to people, they're talking at people, you know what I mean, and it just, it, it just didn't, it doesn't have the same feel as I'm sure a normal panel was, like I said, one of the big parts of it is people coming in and talking and them saying hey we're gonna drop this trailer exclusively for you guys don't record anything and then knowing somebody's gonna record it and they're gonna release it and it's gonna hype everything up more but apparently we're getting more walking dead there's rumors of a walking dead movie and it's just you know i watched what i could when i could but it didn't have the same feeling like it just it, it didn't i know the feeling's not the same you know as i'm sitting there in my deadpool the cosplay costume watching the YouTube and watching the panels. Wait, what? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I was in costume. Get over it. Eating my Cheetos and drinking my chocolate milk. Get over it, okay? It's my house. I can do what I want. But it just, the feeling the feeling was weird. And Comic-Con's the biggest event of the year for this whole this whole spectrum of, you know, what I do and what we all know and love. And it just, it it didn't come out. They didn't. It didn't come out right. It didn't. I don't think it was what they expected. I think they expected a bigger, a bigger play for people at home, for uh, people like me who normally can't go. I think they expected a lot of us to actually try it, and some did. And it just, again, you know, it's just one of them things. It's just not the same experience. So, doing the normal review for Comic Con that I, I normally do, and I drop trailers and I watch trailers and I give you the rundown. I basically gave you the rundown of all the big big news and big stuff. I mean, they dropped some, you know, exclusive Funko Pops um, and stuff like that, which they do every year. But, I mean, it's kind of hard to just describe. The only one that I'm really looking forward to is the Iron Bob from Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Um, Funko is making a pop of it, and it's... I love Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. It, it was a hilarious movie, and that, that pop is going to be a treasured part of my collection if I can get my hands on one. But other than that, I mean, San Diego Comic-Con was just San Diego Comic-Con online. It was just watching some videos and watching some panels and having some people talk to you. You know, you 
and nothing really to write home about. I mean, I hate to say that. I ha- I really do hate to say that because it, you know, the biggest event of the year. Usually, there's so much that comes out of it. Um, they're they're dropping. I mean, a bunch of the comic cons are dropping because of this, because of COVID, and it has screwed so much stuff up. You know, between the New York Comic Cons and the L.A. Comic Cons and stuff like that, the Wizard Cons and 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 all these stuff. I mean, it's just it it screwed a lot of stuff up this year, and I know there's a lot worse things than losing your Comic Cons, but. I mean, this is where I get a lot of my news from. This is, you know, this was a this is a big podcast every year. On top of, I do a podcast every year about San Diego Comic Con. I do a podcast every year about WrestleMania. These are two events that both this year just haven't been the same because of this entire pandemic and what's going on. Um, you know, I mean, I wanted a lot of trailers. I wanted to see trailers for movies. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to see trailers for TV shows. I wanted to know what was going on. I wanted the unveiling. Batman. I wanted to see the new bat suit, which you know would have been at Comic Con this year. The the Matt Reeves bat suit would have been there, and we didn't get any of it. But you know, say la vie, and you must move on. So, moving on to what's next. Speaking of things that COVID's changed and that aren't the same, um, I know this isn't in the exact same vein. But I've been watching, you know, a lot more. Uh, I've been watching professional wrestling. I mean, it's one of the only sports that's still going. Yes, I'm still calling it a sport, and I know I've talked about this. But um, the the shows, the the pinnacle of professional wrestling, the, the biggest of, of organization in the world is the World Wrestling Entertainment or WWE, as it's commonly known to everybody. And they have three shows a week. They have Monday Night Raw, which is the flagship show, the one that's been going since 93. They have SmackDown, which has been going since 2000. And they have NXT, which has been going for a while on the network and recently moved to USA uh, opposite AEW Dynamite on Wednesday nights in September of last year. Now... The issue I have with all this is it seems like out of every company that's still running shows, it seems like WWEs are the least fun to watch. They they just are. And it's mainly because at first they were going with no crowd at all, and it was just dead silent. And yet everybody's still acting as if there's a crowd. And I've talked about this before, and I never really got it. Like, you have to figure out a way to change that when you do your entrance you can't play it up like there's a crowd like boo me or cheer me and when you get in the ring and you're talking you can't just walk around and act like you're talking to the crowd when the people on the camera are the only ones you're talking to you know you gotta you gotta speak to that people to that person in the camera and then AEW started putting their wrestlers in the crowd and so WWE followed suit and now there's a crowd of NXT talent and developmental talent of people out there, and they got them spread out, and they got them wearing their masks, and it's just so canned. Like, they boo who they're supposed to boo and cheer who they're supposed to cheer. Nobody has their own personality. And it's just, it's so, it's so monotone, and it's lost its luster. The biggest part of wrestling, like Comic-Con, like I said earlier, is the crowd. And the crowd, even if it's 
If it's 10 people, 10,000 people, or 100,000 people, they've got to have passion. If you can have a passion, you can have 10 people, you know, that are passionate and they're cheering and they're enjoying themselves, then you know what? That can bring the energy up. And when you have a lot of people out there and they're just cheering because the boss told them to be there and to cheer, it loses a lot of its aspect. I mean, you can tell that it's just not, like the most of them seem like they don't want to be there. And it's, it's not a fun thing to watch, as opposed to AEW, who has their uh, wrestlers in the crowd, but their wrestlers are loud. And, and at times, you know, they spread them out through through Davy's Place, and it's a bigger arena, and they spread them out. And I guess it might be where they're mic'd. I don't know. Maybe they're miking the people, but it seems like there's a bigger crowd there. It seems like there's a bigger crowd than the 15 people that might be there. Like they're, It seems like they're enjoying it. The show is... It's fun, it's entertaining, and it seems like they're fan, the, the wrestlers that are the fans are actually cheering and they're actually getting emotionally invested. They're booing when they're supposed to boo, you know, when it's warranted. They're cheering people they cheer. Some of them cheer people that they're not supposed to cheer. It's just, it seems like a real wrestling event, and I think we've lost a little bit of that luster in professional wrestling, and AEW is holding it on, and even Impact. Impact is coming back up with what's going on with them, even though they're running with no crowd at all. But I just, I I just watching the WWE has gotten to where it's just, everybody's the same. Like you, you really get exposed to how, how uniform everything is. You know, everything looks the same. Every, everybody talks the same. Everybody acts the same. You know, they have the best talent in the world. And yeah, you know, I know a lot of people are saying, well, what about this company or that company? WWE has the best trained talent in the world. They are the most professional talent in the world. They really are. They're everybody who isn't trained, you know, to the aspect they want gets that training, and they make them the superior athletes. They really do. The problem with it is, is that they have so many writers and so many script writers that when they hand them a promo, even though it's two completely opposite, you know, personalities, they sound identical when they talk. You're not hearing a conversation. You're not hearing someone who says, I'm going to beat you up or I'm going to kick your ass. or anything. You're not hearing a conversation that would be had between two people that are about to fight. You're hearing a conversation written for what a TV person would say. And that has taken, that is really exposed in the aspect of not having fans. You know, when the fans aren't cheering and you don't have these loud, thunderous booms, it really exposes how deep, it runs and how everybody is just the same, the exact thing. Everybody walks, talks, and acts the same, even though they're different personality, or they're supposed to be different personalities. And I think that the the COVID has really it, it exposed that with not letting fans in, because again, like I said, much like the Comic Cons I talked about earlier, professional wrestling is a fan driven sport. You know, the fans being there are a big, big part of what 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 the show is you know you people feed off that energy fans feed off that energy and the performers feed off that energy from the crowd much like the performers that come to comic-con the the panelists they feed off the energy from the crowd that's what makes things better that's what makes things work hard and it just seems like we've lost a little bit of that luster to the point to where Honestly, watching Raw and SmackDown used to be a can't-miss for me, and now it's getting to be a hit-or-miss. And I'm worried that one day it might just be a I don't care. I still watch NXT on Wednesday nights because they have 
the best in-ring product, and it's not as watered down. Um, AEW is always going to be watched because, to me, that is the most entertaining show that is on right now in the professional wrestling world. That's just my opinion, even with no crowd. Um, again, their their wrestlers in the at ringside seem like they're actually having a good time, and like they're actually enjoying it, like they're they're part of it, like they're actually true fans and. It's 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 a big aspect and it's a big deal and it's a thing that I think we're missing a lot of, but you know that's that's part of it in this COVID world. Um, this this podcast this episode felt weird because I didn't get to drop you know I wasn't super excited I didn't get to drop the trailers I didn't get to review my trailers and and stuff and you know it is what it is but I'm glad you were listening thank you for listening thank you for liking thank you for sharing thank you for subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Um, follow me on Twitter at Nerdpool Pod. I'm on Instagram at Nerdpool Podcast. Yes, I'm on Twitch at Nerdpool Gaming. Follow me there. Hopefully, I'll have a capture card within the next week or two. Things are a little wonky right now financially, but we're still moving strong and we're still going. So, thank you all for the love and support. Uh, remember to 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 l- listen, share, subscribe. Thank you all, and until next time, that's Nerdpool. See ya.